1: What up, Mary Jane? How's it going, Mike? I'm flying off the seat of my pants. You
0: feeling freaky today?
1: Yeah, I feel I do feel like a freak today. Ooh,
0: your eyes are a different color than they usually are.
1: Oh, are they a little bit more gorgeous than usual? Oh
0: yeah, yeah, that's it. That's what I was gonna say. A little bit
1: more like gold halos. Gold flecks. Yeah, yeah, flecks of angel hair sprinkled with. uh, Okay, all right now. An autumn sky.
0: Uh, yes. Or are they all
1: black because it's Halloween?
0: Ooh, spooky. By
1: the way, welcome everybody. Thanks for listening. This is Weed and Grub. Yeah, special Halloween edition. Halloween.
0: Halloween. Halloween edition. Halloween. Basically,
1: this podcast is about food and sex. Pot. Yeah, cannabis and candy.
0: Cannabis, comedy, cooking, cannabis, candy, comedy.
1: Culture. Culture, yeah, <laughs> you get it, yeah.
0: Um, we get high and talk about stuff.
1: Exactly, and this week I'm feeling fucking freaky.
0: Ooh, I'm feeling kind of freaky myself. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Like horny freaky or like the world is spooky?
0: I'm feeling like crackly, weirdy, energy freaky, like maybe still uh, from the full moon last week a little bit, like that harvest moon. That, that was affects so... you? Yeah, big and bright, Oof, and I got rim. my moon water, and I have my moon water bath.
1: You, what? And, yep. You f- Wait, hold up. <laughs> What do you mean?
0: I bathe in moon water every month, in full moon water. I put a uh, Hold on, let's do it like
1: an Etsy store. You're like an (laughs) Etsy store for witches.
0: Oh, I'm an Etsy. I don't know how that works.
1: Uh, You're like Pinterest for witches. Oh. So here's your moon water recipe, everyone.
0: Oh, oh, okay. Um, Every month under the full moon, you take a bucket and you put it out full of water.
1: (laughs) (laughs) that's it so it's moon infused
0: yeah it's moon infused and then the next morning you can bathe in it and it's really nice and it kind of is you know just a fresh clean cold bath way to wake up and it also has a little moon energy in it and I like it because it's sort of a reminder to like reset Uh a little bit it's really an energetic thing I don't think it actually contains any like magic properties but it's a good um thing that I do once a month to kind of remind myself that we're all connected to the earth and the moon and the movements of both and as a woman you know obviously I have a cycle that goes with the moon and
1: it goes with the moon yeah like uh how High tide equals heavy flow?
0: No, not necessarily, but like often um, I will sync up with the moon. So when there is a full moon, I'll usually be in in my flow. And then if a group of women, like a coven of witches, gets together, our flows will all sync up. So at a certain point, you're all menstruating at the same time.
1: Really? Yeah. So you're all just beautiful moons?
0: Yeah, basically. We all orbit around each other. No, it's not that (sighs) freaky, but it really does. It's cool to all sync up. Like when I used to be. In um, theater school or in shows all the time, you know, and the group of women, it would like take a you know a couple weeks, and then we would all be synced up. And
1: that's incredible. It's pretty
0: wild, and it is magic if you think about it. It is. So I mean, it goes
1: deeper. It's not like me and my friends, like, oh yeah, we all jack off at the same time when we were all roommates. We would always come <laughs> together. Like,
0: but, you, but you did, didn't you? Yeah, we did. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, the old circle jerk.
1: Exactly. Do you mm-hmm. want to be in this fret or do you not? Yeah. Right. You know the uh, it was called a uh, uh, kuma uma. No, wait, wait. Uh, I'm trying to spell cum oh. as my, like, friend. letters. Umma laude? <laughs> Kuma <uma maude>. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I belong to cum.
0: <laughs> I also spent the full moon last week with some very uh, lovely witches, our friends, the basic witches. Hot pod. Ha- had us over, had some uh, sexy witches over, and we all uh, did a little moon magic together, and it, it felt really great. So I feel like maybe some of that crackly energy is bringing me into this Halloween week still. Yes. I feel it in yeah. my... My eyes and my toes and my hair and my nose.
1: I learned a lot today already. Yeah. Did you know that um, (laughs) the floor is like a table for your feet?
0: Wow. I I was thinking
1: about that today.
0: I had never thought about it in that that way.
1: Any floor can become a table.
0: It's true. Any
1: floor is a table. It's the ultimate. Earth.
0: (laughs) Earth is one big table. Yeah. But we're not flat earthers though.
1: No, it's a round table.
0: Which, you know, but it's like a table shaped like a globe. So nothing stays on it. Yeah, exactly. Except for gravity. Wow, we got really stoned. We are high.
1: <laughs> yeah. It's um, good though. But yeah, I was just thinking about floors today. Yeah. And I don't know, I think they're uh, underappreciated. Oh really? Yeah.
0: You feel like floors get get a get a hard time? We walk all over them. Oh man!
1: Thank you, everyone. You can follow me at Glazer Boo Hoo Hoo for more of this.
0: Uh, Okay. (laughs) (laughs) What else you got?
1: What else do I have? Um. Well, I mean, we just got back from Portland. Do you want to talk about the Dope Cup?
0: I do want to talk about the Dope Cup. We should
1: talk about the Dope Cup. It's so dope.
0: Yeah, it is a uh, cannabis event. Hosted by Dope Magazine. Uh, I think they do it in Washington and Oregon. This one was in Portland, Oregon.
1: Yeah, home of the tater tot.
0: Yeah, fuck, I am a tater tot. (laughs) Zoe Wilder uh, connected us with Press Passes. Thank you, Zoe. Shout out. And um, uh, I got real dressed up in a... uh, a last minute costume that worked out so well.
1: Incredible. Like the moon is taking care of you and you are taking care of the moon right now.
0: Man, my best costumes, I think like in my whole life have been last minute costumes, which is weird. Cause I love planning and going all out and getting really big and crazy. I did a beaver years ago based on a hat that I found last minute And then I just, like, made a tail and some teeth, and it worked out great. She became a whole character. Was everyone like,
1: damn!
0: Yeah, and I was like, hi, God!" And I had, like, a little lisp, and she, you know, she's a beaver, and she had, like, a whole voice. And then I ended up doing a character based on the beaver. She's, like, a Canadian beaver. You know, she's really nice. And then um, (laughs) we walked in. We didn't have a costume. I didn't have a costume. Neither of us had costumes. And I walked into that buffalo... Exchange not yep. trace. I was going to say Buffalo Trace, home
1: of the of delicious whiskey. But this is a a, a, a like a goodwill, like a high end goodwill.
0: Yeah, or like a vintage shop, mm. more than like a. It's not <laughs> hype so, hype beast
1: goodwill. Yeah, is hype that beast fair goodwill. enough? That's great. Hipster goodwill. Hipster goodwill. Yeah,
0: and I saw it from across the room, hanging on a hanger. It was a sleeping bag, but like a outfit, like a slinket on steroids.
1: Exactly. Bright yeah.
0: green, orange interior spot for your arms open at the bottom drawstring hood
1: mm-hmm.
0: and I was like that's my costume I'm gonna be a caterpillar and then I was like oh I'm not even a caterpillar I'm a grub and I had these light up antenna and like I was wearing a sleeping bag so no matter how high I got which I did end <laughs> up getting like I got so high there was a one point when you were like are you okay because I hadn't said anything in like 15 minutes yeah yeah and I was like, I'm fine. I just can't talk. <laughs> 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 so it was a good cup.
1: It was a great cup. So you got high. Mm-hmm. Uh, we got high. So high. From gas mask bongs that uh, I think we just posted them.
0: Yeah. Well, yeah, we have another picture that we got to throw up when, okay. when this drops. But holy smokes. In the VIP <laughs> section, it was the first thing we got to the dope cup. And everyone was just like, there were alcohol wipes so you could clean down the mask and have it nice and, you know, pristine for your own use. And then you put it on your face and you suction the mask on as someone or you light the fucking bowl and suck in an entire load of smoke through the mask. And I did like two or three bong face loads and um, (laughs) felt great.
1: (laughs) It's so funny to me because it's like, Oh man, what do gas masks do? Oh, they, they, make sure we don't get any gas in there right but these are like oh let's just fill your face with gas it went in my nose in my tear ducts yeah in my mouth like everywhere it was supposed to
0: you hot hot boxed your face i did hot box my face (laughs) it was Uh, great i have a really great video of you doing it and you come out and you just look like your eyes are a little smaller and your like cheeks are tighter yep your teeth are all shiny
1: oh it was awesome yeah
0: it was huge super well attended everyone there was having a good time the vibe was very chill and cool
1: i don't know how many people that listen to this uh know what they are what they can be how they feel right and this one specifically for me felt all the best intentions and everyone there was this there to have a good time no one was really there to like sell things it didn't feel like a bazaar right where everyone's just yelling their product at you mm-hmm. this is what i love for cannabis events to be like
0: Right. It definitely had, for one, it was a one night only thing. Instead of being like a weekend long festival, it was just one evening Mm -hmm. and the tickets were free. And so everyone showed up with their hearts full of joy and ready to party for one night together. And no one had really spent anything other than the cab ride to get there. And people were really like just representing what it was to be a part of cannabis culture right now. I think the the joy is part of it, which has nothing to do with commerce. None.
1: And I think in addition to having nothing to do with commerce, it's we're fucking past that goddamn naked girl, weed leaf uh yelling through a microphone right so like it's uh, so fucking old and we are done with it
0: yeah so for anyone who is listening who hasn't been to a cannabis event there are these um basically like big expos that the cannabis cup being the biggest one the sort of most well-known one that um high times magazine has run for many years but then there are other events too there's chalice and there's um there's one here in uh, SoCal called Abracadabra, mm. you, you know, it's all about dabs, and there are a bunch of different events like this where people get together to um, consume cannabis and have uh, kind of an expo with vendors and booths and yeah. music and all that kind Great of stuff. Great
1: way to meet people, hang out, eat good food, make connections, drink water. If you don't, you will regret it. Yeah,
0: hydrate, 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 you know, don't drink too much alcohol, all that kind of stuff. And there's a part of that culture that sprung up, I think, which was a way to get attention for your booth, where these... Um, uh, booth babes basically is what yeah. they've been dubbed, I think by, you know, some people and they're, um, yeah, just scantily clad gals wearing like weed leaf pasties, handing out free joints, which is, you know, yes, eye catching. And, um, I, ostensibly sexy if that's the kind of thing you like, but if you're a woman in the cannabis culture, uh, as I am, um, it, it's not something that I like because it contributes to the, obviously like the, my, my own sort of discomfort with the level of objectification and, um. I'm really saying that, you know, reducing weed to just being like this sort of, you know, fucking get high and tits and ass. Like it's the problem, I think, with someone like Dan Bilzerian, who's like this Instagram fucking playboy who has like 25 million followers. And he just got into the weed game and all of his posts on Instagram are him with a bunch of naked women. A lot of the time their face doesn't really matter. And, you know, he won a cannabis cup, and his post of winning the cup was him balancing it on the naked keister of a, a woman. So I, I, I'm not into that part of the culture. It totally exists. It's hard to ignore. I think we should talk about it, not not um, pretend that it's not happening.
1: Yeah, we have to, like, hit the upgrade button. Yeah. Right? Straight yeah. up. Hit the upgrade button.
0: So this event definitely had had a vibe of, um, you know, if, if you wanted to you know, flaunt your assets, you were certainly free to do so. But it wasn't like... This is how, you know, we we want to represent women. Like everyone there was sort of doing their own thing and just being, you know, vibing in the way that they wanted to, not sort of like trying to shill by flashing their tits. It made me think of events like there's one here called the Emerald Exchange that is... Um, Vendors who really just want to represent the best of uh, the NorCal harvest and they bring it to SoCal. And it's very much again that NorCal kind of like Pacific Northwest energy of like, we just grew this beautiful organic flower, it's sun grown, just wanted to share it with you. And it's not that like fucking dabs and here's a pit bull on a chain and you know these naked girls and stuff and not to say that that part of the culture isn't completely like it has its place it's just not what I'm into and so it's really nice to know that there are events that are out there for someone like me who's a little more into the like kindy aspect of the flower and like living the leaf and all that kind of stuff I really do love the fact that um the Dope Cup had that vibe because it was definitely way more for me. Yes, yes. There's also the Emerald Cup, which happens in NorCal. So there are a bunch of different events. And if you're someone who's interested in traveling for a cannabis event, there are plenty out there to look at and have a great time at. And then, of course, there's the OG ones like Hemp Fest in Seattle, which is a big more activist event. But, you know, you definitely blaze openly with like a huge crowd of people. And there's nothing like that feeling of like sharing a joint with you know, 10,000 other like-minded canisters, right?
1: Yeah, yeah. that's what it is. That's Ooh, good. and by the way, canisters.
0: I mean, I got the
1: lingo. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I got the lingo.
1: That's great. So well said. I, I'm so glad we just talked about that.
0: Yeah, me too. Cool. Thank you. How do you feel about the like the booth babes? They make you uncomfortable? Wildly uncomfortable. Right. Why is that?
1: Because it doesn't work on me. It feels like a fucking, it feels like a trick. Mm. And, and I don't appreciate being tricked.
0: But I know that you're into freedom of expression and allowing people to wear whatever the fuck they want. be naked
1: if you want to be naked. Right. I don't like to be marketed to as as like my dick. I don't like my dick being what's being marketed to. I like being marketed to by somebody who's like, my intentions are these are intentions and I am a straight up person and I'm not base. Like that's just so fucking base. And I feel like I'm pretty evolved. I'm like pretty fucking brilliant. So (laughs) like, you know what I'm saying? It just feels like a base trick that we are way beyond at this point.
0: I just, I I think that, uh, you know, I I think, so here, I used to go to Burning Man. Clothing is kind of optional there, right? Yes. You can meet some very naked people. You can meet some entirely naked people. I've had a
1: wonderful time with friends being fucking naked and free.
0: Right. So it's not that. Like, I I love meeting up with someone, especially if your mind is expanded by, you know, whatever it is, weed or psychedelics or, you know, just having meditated and seen the face of God or whatever it is. If you're feeling like you're operating in an elevated state of consciousness and you meet another brain that wants to vibe with you and that soul, the body containing that soul has no clothing on it. You don't want to judge in that moment. That's fucking awesome. But the weird um, objectification comes for me in a moment like when, um, for instance, you and I were at Life is Beautiful and we met up with someone we knew and that person was with these two scantily clad gals wearing like super sexy outfits. And the person that we knew introduced them as angels. Right. And I was like, but what are their names? And there was this moment where I was like, oh, they're just I'm not even sure that anyone knows their names or are they here to be? These are
1: my angels. Oh, these
0: are just babes. These are just, and so that goes back to the sort of like the booth babe and the, this is just a really sexy body and I'm not sure who's occupying it, but that doesn't really matter to me. Yes. And that's it, right? Yes. For me anyway.
1: Yes, exactly. Exactly. That's, thank you for saying what I'm not elegant enough to say.
0: I think you said it before I did. All right. We're saying it together. (laughs) Weed and grab yo.
1: (laughs) (laughs) What about Portland Eats?
0: Ooh, um, my favorite place was actually the first day we got there. We went to uh, La moule Yes. Wait, oh,
1: oh my God! Sorry, I just hit me in the face with a frying pan with that.
0: Oh, uh, uh let me get one real quick. <laughs> okay,
1: ready? One, <laughs> two, one, two, three. Hit me.
0: Clang. <laughs>
1: oy 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 oy. That's how that place felt. It was oy 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 oy. It was
0: totally oy 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 We were meeting our friends who are our wonderful hosts, Keo and Peter. Thank you so much for. An- incredible weekend
1: thank you for housing us that was amazing
0: housing and feeding and showing us all the fucking sites and we met uh Q and peter at la moule and we had um oysters ersters that were like the briniest juiciest pop in your mouthiest most wonderful oysters they might have been the best oysters i've ever had what they were because normally i like to doctor my oysters a little bit with doctor my that's hard to say i like to doctor my oysters a little bit with um like lemon or balsamic mignonette or something. And these I just slurped right down in their own briny shell juice. And they were fucking amazing. Right,
1: Perfect size. Like a good like half dollar to a dollar coin. They
0: were bigger than I like. Normally I like the little ones. And these were kind of like fat pillowy oh. puffs of p- perfection. <laughs> <So> <laughs> Fill good. my throat with phlegm. They made me like feel very sexy. Yeah. Yeah.
1: I know. At one point you were ru- running the shell down your cheek. Oh, yeah. Just
0: ah, <laughs> and we have mussels uh two styles puttanesca and then the other one was mariniere i think and we had um fucking chicken liver pate which was
1: so delicious two
0: pots of that and then also uh pork rind.
1: That was the number one pork rind I've ever had. It
0: was like a football field.
1: It was a football field. Oh my gosh, yeah. It was yeah. enormous. Four people brought it out, each one carrying a corner. Yep. Uh, it was 20 feet by 30 feet. Some of you <laughs> might have seen the picture of it. We'll post it again.
0: And it weighed one ounce. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> White as <just, is> air.
1: <laughs> they actually tossed it from the kitchen, and it slowly floated down onto the table.
0: Yeah, I remember when you were in like kindergarten, and you would play circus tent and like parachute? Yeah. It was like that, but pork but rind.
1: Pork yeah, they were just like, coming in. Yeah, it was great. It was really fucking good. It was delicious. And they served it with some kind of like maple syrup thing. So it was like that crackly, salty, paprika-y pork with a little bit of sweetness on the end. Oh, yeah. Mm, mm, mm. Oh yeah yeah and then uh you got a uh cosmo with a splash of moon water
0: gross no i didn't what'd you get muscadet you weirdo <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, i have moon water for you though i forgot oh thank you i saved a jar for you
1: all right mm-hmm. i will i will bathe in it
0: cool what was your favorite uh
1: the happy hour game in portland is out of control yeah they have a happy hour from like four to seven and then again from nine to close yeah it's unbelievable it's all happy
0: hour all the time in fact it felt like a very happy city
1: yes i know I, we when we went walking with some coffee in the morning there were people like you know outside it was almost like everybody was outside at the same time waving like in pleasantville yeah like, which
0: could have been a little creepy but it just seemed nice
1: well a cat followed us for three blocks and kept flirting with me it kept
0: showing it kept showing you his asshole yeah it, it did. was like hey yeah 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 that's how you know when a cat likes you
1: when it shows you its butt mm-hmm really
0: no i don't know
1: that sounds about right (laughs) bobo does it see i told you everyone if i show you my taint it means we're best friends so to everyone out there who has yelled at me sent me text messages or asked me to stop i'm not going to because it's a sign of affection
0: (laughs) so wrong so creepy
1: (laughs) i love that three minutes ago i'm like i don't like talking to these people these booth babes but i will show anyone my taint without (laughs) their permission it's just wrong (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> uh, I love that it's a tater tot city, like we were saying. Yeah. I love a good tater tot. I forget about them. There's such a unsung con- uh, side to me. Okay. You know, because it's always like a waffle fry or a side salad. I love a tot. I love a tot. I, I, that might be my new number one potato move. Okay. Yeah. You know, if I had to rank my potatoes, I would go right now tater tot, uh-huh. waffle cut, cool. uh, shoestring. Yeah. And... Uh, and then just like skin on and all the other bullshit.
0: Yeah, yeah. I would I would say shoestring first for me and then tot and then just like regular like uh, steak steak cut. Mm-hmm. And then waffle fries is like down near the bottom for me. I'm what? You don't like the, the catcher's
1: mitt mit of French fries? No,
0: I don't like the catcher's mitt of French fries. I like the shoestring little, you know, we were at that Bar case. Yeah. And you ordered some when we were watching. We stayed to watch the, uh, it was the 13th. 13th inning of the world series mm-hmm. and we were like oh let's have uh, a nightcap and watch the last inning <laughs> and think three <laughs> rounds and one basket of fries later we were like i'm 10 years older and so is everyone on the fucking it was crazy. Dodger Stadium."
1: so you like that shoestring huh? i like
0: the shoestring i like the dip we had a sriracha garlic mayo and a homemade ranch which you know i've come to appreciate
1: i have i have
0: wait what
1: oh I, I i'm sorry yeah. what what
0: <laughs> used to be all blue cheese no ranch right i'm digging the ranch now if it's homemade i've learned the key i don't like it when it's sweet yeah i don't like hidden valley bullshit i don't want it out of a fucking bottle but when it's like buttermilky with all of the right spices in it and just a little bit runny not too thick yeah homemade ranch i'm into it i changed my mind.
1: It's very good, and that's so warm to hear. Yeah. That's so nice to hear, May Jane. Now
0: you can come halfway to me and, you know, try some blue cheese sometime.
1: I will. I will. I got to find the one that the cream balances out with the blue cheese. I'll just make you some. I'll eat blue cheese like an apple. I don't give a fuck. But it's the cream where I'm like, yo, this is too thick and weird.
0: Oh, you have to make it at home, and you got to get the right proportions of um, sour cream and mayonnaise. That's actually what makes a really good blue cheese dip, and then lemon and lemon zest. Okay. Yeah, I'll make
1: you one. That makes more sense. I've been using Greek yogurt and coconut milk. Oh, gross. So come on a little bit of chive so la <laughs> <laughs> a couple other things yeah uh this drops on halloween yeah. so we should just really quick talk about the magical butter halloween giveaway that we're doing yo because we've gotten a bunch of dms and i have my favorite so far
0: i have my favorite too
1: okay do you want to do halloween as the last day and then we'll announce it on the first yes that's Let's do it.
0: Yeah. So anyone listening to this, you can either, uh, well, you don't have to go back and listen to the Minnesota. You can just listen to this.
1: Yeah. And 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 comment on the picture we post on Instagram. Comment below it and follow us Yep. with your favorite edible you would make with a magical butter machine for Halloween.
0: Yep. And follow magical butter as well.
1: Follow magical butter as well. So
0: yeah, comment, follow hashtag follow <laughs> just say whatever you like about uh magical butter and what you would make if you got a machine for yourself
1: yeah and we're sending somebody a free machine with all the fixins. yep pretty tight pretty tight hey here's an ad about that
0: hi mike
1: what's happening Do you like edibles? Straight up, I really like edibles. Oh
0: my God, have you ever wanted to make them at home hassle-free?
1: Yeah, I'm not trying to leave my house.
0: No, why would you want to leave your house? It's cuffing season.
1: It's straight up cuffing season. Stay in. I want to stay in, pop an edible, and chill with somebody.
0: Well, listen, I am here to tell you about the Magical Butter Machine, which is the easiest, most consistent way to make edibles at home with whoever you want to hang out with.
1: Yeah. Ooh, and if you live in Canada, they can't sell edibles. Not until 2019. Not until 2019. But you can use anything you want. Trim, buds, shake, sugar leaf, all kinds of concentrates in the machine.
0: If you make edibles, you need this machine. It takes all the effort out of the process and you don't have to waste a whole day making your infusions like hanging out by the stove. You set it and forget it. Easy peasy. The magical butter machine comes with everything you need to make your first extraction at home. Included with the machine is the reusable purify filter bag for straining and the heat resistant silicone love glove for squeezing all the gooey goodness out of your concentrates
1: it's a cool glove it fits real nice it's green it is it
0: looks great do you you just use it for the magical butter right Don't look at me like that.
1: All right. So there is a a (laughs) warranty. It is covered by a 60-day satisfaction guaranteed warranty and a one-year limited warranty. So, yo, if you're not feeling it, ain't no thing, but you're definitely going to be feeling it.
0: You're going to feel it when you infuse your butters, oils, and tinctures at the touch of a button.
1: Yep. Hey, can you save any money on this by adding the coupon code Weed and Grub?
0: $30.
1: Yo. Yo,
0: go to MagicalButter.com and use a promo code Weed and Grub at checkout and you'll get 30 bucks off.
1: Ooh, you make some edibles with this and yeah. then you go to the arcade? That's what I want to do. That sounds so fun.
0: I can kick your ass a pinball, dude. Fuck you. No, I will.
1: Go to Weed and Grub or go to MagicalButter.com uh-huh. and enter the promo code Weed and Grub. Save 30 bucks. make a bunch of edibles for you and your friends, and have a great time and feel the love.
0: And I challenge you to a game of pinball.
1: All right. I can't wait to win.
0: You're not going to magicalbutter.com. Weed and grub for thirty bucks off. <laughs>
1: Goodbye. Bye. We're back. Okay. Cool. Can I get a little political with you? Yeah. Are you? Uh, we're going to be out of town during uh, on the sixth. Yeah. Well, that's we're a gonna travel day. At, we're going to be traveling from six a.m. until six a.m. Essentially. Yeah. So uh, I mailed in my ballot. Did you?
0: Fucking yes, I did. Yeah.
1: Okay, I was nervous to ask on air because I didn't want to put you on blast.
0: Well, everyone in California receives a a ballot by mail, uh, which is fucking great, and I wish that could happen in every state. There's, For instance, I can't remember which state it is, but I was just hearing today that uh, Native Americans are being deprived of voting rights because certain Native Americans don't have street addresses because they live on reservations, and the voting... um, requirements in that state whichever state it is say that you need a street address so they've successfully expunged basically an entire Native American community from being able to fucking vote
1: we stole this country from you and then now you don't exist yeah
0: so if you have the right to vote and you're not exercising it please listen to this and just reconsider that that choice like it's there are people who want to be able to vote so desperately and they're not able to for whatever reason they've been expunged from the voter rolls or maybe they have a conviction because of marijuana that is not allowing them to vote or they're in prison for a marijuana related offense or for whatever reason there are many many reasons but if you have the right to vote and you're not exercising it reconsider go to the polls vote yeah just do it it's the important. most evil
1: ghosting in the world is going on right now yeah like like <laughs> pe- people ghosting yeah the government is people ghosting they're,
0: they're you know systematically taking away the right of of citizens to go to the polls and say what matters to them and whatever that is whatever whatever it is however you choose to vote 100% just exercise your right man that's all we're saying like not telling you what to do or what to say, but get get out there and vote and mm-hmm. encourage your friends and family who might also not be voting to just do it.
1: And straight up, I have an agenda. So if you do want to vote, I would vote for um, people who don't give money to... Anti-LGBTQ communities, I would vote for people who are pro-cannabis and pro trying to help us get healthcare. I would vote for judges and educate yourself on which judges are the good ones to vote for. And usually, people post on Facebook like, "Hey, if you're like me, these are the people you might want to consider voting for," just so you don't have to do all the hard work yourself.
0: Yeah, and I always look at there are usually voter guides in a lot of the alternative weeklies are some good options if you don't want to go to like the papers of record. Um, The main, you know, the mainstream. Like, uh, for instance, in the Pacific Northwest, there's a good one in Seattle called The Stranger. Um, And I'm sure, like, a lot of towns around the country have them. Um, And they usually have some kind of voting guide, at the very least, on the sort of main initiatives like, here's what you need to know about this person that you might not know anything about or this proposition. Yes. The propositions are the hard ones for me to keep straight because. You know, like, for instance, in California, there's one right now that's going to change dialysis treatment. Mm -hmm. And that wouldn't affect most people directly if you're not in dialysis. But my father, before he passed, was on dialysis for years. My grandfather was, too. And so it's important to me and to know what that's about. So, yeah, vote. Check out all of the voter guides in your area and just get out there, man. Oh, and also,
1: yes, November 6th. And also, like, you know, gun control. I'm going to throw that out there, too. If you're looking for something to vote for, I'd vote for people who are super into gun control. Yeah. Uh, Please. Anyway. All right any can do you mind if i climb off this high horse it's no, really not, high no. can you just give me a second to climb down
0: i mean i have uh, an absolute personal connection to wanting uh, gun control for you know uh, not saying people can't own guns but safe gun ownership and registered gun ownership and yeah yeah absolutely
1: do you want me to push anything on that right now or should we leave it alone no
0: leave it alone but word. um you're not on a high horse you're on a, a horse that is um smart and correct thanks
1: <laughs> oh a little mr ed <laughs> yeah thank you okay okay word um apple a day keeps the doctor away yeah and you give one to your teacher yeah but if you give an apple but if you get one from a wicked witch you'll fall asleep until a man kisses you
0: what if you give an apple to a
1: horse is it is a witch giving it to a horse yeah then uh, then i gotta kiss that horse then you gotta
0: make out with that fucking horse <laughs> i gotta yo. make out
1: with that horse i so hear they're pretty up. good kissers they are they got big long tongues big old lips mm, yeah right yeah. have you ever seen one eat a carrot it just it'll put its face around me yeah it'll be hot oh, great yeah all right i'll kiss any horse <laughs> if it needs to wake up count me in <laughs> uh, <great. laughs> have you ever got an apple for halloween like um, as a snack
0: no god no when i was uh growing up in newfoundland we got like you know well it's all canadian treats so like not a lot of stuff like you know that you, you would have here yeah cancer is dried squid uh-huh. you know c- c- seal jerky all that kind of stuff ice um, an
1: ice making kit which is just a bag full of water
0: cool yep yeah, that's a cool canadian joke that's great. Yeah, you know we all live in igloos, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: yeah. And you have oysters on the outside that mm-hmm. people just walk by and eat. No,
0: yeah. there was an old friend of mine used to tell people that regularly that he would meet in American airports that he was like they'd ask where he was from and he'd say Newfoundland and then he'd just spin these tales about how we all live in igloos oh, and how so he kept a two by four studded with nails near the back door to beat off the seals because the seals would come up in the morning to get you know because they were rabid and the seal population was a real problem and it was overrunning. It was like this whole thing. <laughs> Leave all these like yeah. <laughs> leave all these like shocked, you know, like Texans and airports being like, "Well, I didn't know that was a problem up there, and that wasn't a Texan accent." But you know what I mean. Yeah, there's it was gonna fun be a, fucking with people.
1: There's gonna be a movie coming out called like uh, Seal Hurricane. <laughs> <laughs> it's just gonna be all about Newfoundland and just, the killer seal population. Just, yeah,
0: killer seals—they're real dangerous. <laughs> so no, but we did. We had like you know like candy and stuff. But then there was this one house, and I always like as a kid loved screaming and running away from it. We had such a good time. Uh And now as a grown up it breaks my heart because at the time it was like the last house on the street and the woman who lived there lived alone and you never saw her and she was old. So that made her scary. Yes, And you had to go up these long creaky steps and it was always dark. And then the only reason that it was worth going up those steps was because she gave away full candy bars.
1: Whoa. So you would get like an
0: entire, not a mini, like a full Kit Kat or a full Coffee Crisp, which is a delicious Canadian candy bar, or a full fucking Snickers or whatever it was, or Twix. And... She would open the door and she was always like, here you go, sweetheart. And she would hand it to you and you would like scream and run away and then you would hide and like laugh and giggle and like be out of breath as a kid and like, oh my God, oh my God, she's so scary. Right. And it was really fun to do as kids. And now it like tears me up because mm-hmm. I'm like, she was just like this lonely person who was just so glad to have kids come to her door that she bought full candy bars and like it fucking breaks my heart. Yeah. So go to those doors. Go in pairs.
1: Speaking of like, you know, kissing a woman who falls asleep because of an apple because of a wicked old witch. Okay every fairy tale every nursery rhyme equates um being old with evil and danger and killing kids and trapping you and tricking you and just being the crone the being the fucking crone mm-hmm. so everything that i every story i've been told growing up is pounding that into my head that being old is bad and if you are friends with old people then you're gonna get eaten alive.
0: Yeah, the old witch, the old crone, they're trying to, well, that's the fucking patriarchy, right? It's like taking a woman who's aged, especially a possibly powerful woman, but a woman who's living by herself and making her completely fucking Rendering her completely uh, invaluable and useless to society. She's just old and she's scary. And stay the fuck away from her because you don't want to listen to her inherited wisdom, or maybe some life lessons that she could teach you. You just want to stay away. Yeah, she's gonna sap you of your young manhood, which is like you know just so upsetting to even think about. And I don't want to get up on that high horse. So. That's not a. High, I
1: feel like we're unlocking caves. <laughs> you know, um,
0: fuck the patriarchy. Fuck the idea that old women who live by themselves are scary. Um, fuck anything that anyone tells you about old people being fucking. Young useless because they have inherited wisdom and you should fucking listen to them and even if they're wrong and sometimes they lead us down the wrong path they know things that we should learn from them and we wouldn't be ending up in this fucking mess of a toxic stew situation that we're in right now if we paid attention to what our elders fucking taught us and fought for fuck yes fucking fought for like the people at the tree of life a lot of those people had lived through or were children of people who have lived through the holocaust and um It's just fucking crazy to think that that was so recent that those people had actually lived through it. And we're in a time now where, you know, something like that seems like it might be a possibility again with, you know, the rhetoric that's being fucking flung around. So pay attention to what the elders have to say. And you can be young and you can be fiery and you can fucking choose not to, like, go down that path. But know it. Know your history. And don't fucking be scared of old women.
1: Fuck yeah. That's the end. Bye, everyone. (laughs) Bye. Are you serious? Yes. Is that it? I don't want to go on after that. You just <laughs> hit three home runs with one bat.
0: Well, it's like only a 35-minute episode then.
1: I don't know what to say after that.
0: Okay. All right. That's it. Okay. Good? Sure. You want to rank chocolate bars or not?
1: <laughs> I guess we can. But goddamn, you just got my skin on end
0: yeah sorry I get a little fiery right now because it's a weird time in the country and I am upset about a lot and I think I'm hypersensitive in some ways and I may be like the tears well to my eyes quicker or my skin prickles easier and I might take offense more easily to certain things when someone says something that they didn't mean I'm trying to be vigilant about that as well but like the truth is we just all need to be more open and kinder to each other and listening to the lessons of history and the lessons of compassion that we can all learn every day and you know sometimes that's just, like making a pub with you and talking about chocolate bars
1: true that right fuck yeah that's
0: important it's important to like goof and be fun and talk about what's good
1: yeah right yeah you can yeah. dress like a grub yeah and then on the other side
0: be serious yeah i can be both i contain multitudes and also guess what i'm getting older and someday i'm gonna be old and i'm not gonna be scary i'm gonna be fucking awesome
1: fuck yeah you are <laughs> now can we end on that
0: okay <laughs> <laughs>
1: i just feel like i want to vote for you i'm like oh my gosh mary jane gibson 2020
0: well i can't actually run for office because i've been way too open about um fucking and drugs but
1: (laughs) (laughs) but maybe that's the move right maybe we need the person who's like
0: well i can grab some pussies and like you know yeah do do some stuff and yeah
1: no i think i think you know we need that person who's going to be running who's going to just straight up be like i have gotten high uh i I, whatever your religion is, I hope that it gives you strength and power and builds a wonderful community and bond mm-hmm. with other people. Um, what other people do though is none of your business and I think you should, you know, maintain and show instead of tell about how things should be. Like maybe we need that person who's like, and by the way, I've like, I've fucked men, and I've fucked women, and I but love I people.
0: Want, yeah, I don't want a person like that in charge politically. Why? I want people in charge. I
1: want that so bad. I don't
0: want someone like that in charge politically. I want someone like that in charge of the artistic revolution, and I want someone like that in charge of the thought revolution. In char- yeah, like, I, someone politically, I just want someone who's pretty level-headed, who has not necessarily succumbed to all of the things that I have over, like, my, my desires. Like, I've been a little wanton mm-hmm. as, as a as a young person. I definitely, like, oh, went, went a little wild, you know? And, yeah. like, I think I want someone who just at some point, like, quite early on, really, or maybe never did... Just like decided to just be like, you know what? I'm going to button this shit up and just stay on the straight and narrow and h- help other people make decisions that enable them to live great lives. I just feel like politically I want someone who's a little, a little, uh, straight and narrow. I do. And not to say conservative. I just mean someone who's not, uh, live a crazy hedonistic lifestyle.
1: I want a no fear t-shirt come to life.
0: Okay. Yeah. Well, I just want someone who is, uh, smarter than everyone around them, and yet knows to ask other people's opinions, someone who is like a deep well of compassion, but doesn't feel the need to take others' feelings on, and someone who thinks about people who look nothing like them as much as they think about themselves.
1: Mary Jane Gibson, 2020. Uh, <laughs> if she could run, she should. <laughs> she can't, but she should.
0: Happy Halloween, everybody. I hope everyone has a really safe, uh, fun day of partying and getting ready to vote and... Uh, Hopefully, I don't know, be safe out there. Wear something fun. Send us pictures. Tag us.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Happy Halloween, everyone. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to be going as Out of Shape Wolverine yet again. It's going to be easy. I'm going to recycle
0: my grub and just, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Lie around in my sleeping bag and get high. (laughs) (laughs) It's a good one.
1: You truly are the Alice in Wonderland uh, Caterpillar come to life.
0: And who are you?
1: That felt good. Yeah. Yeah.